Starshine. Aloha, Sunshine. And aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the Tiki Bar. Well, it lives in your head for the most part. Sure. I, I, don't, I don't know where else you would put it. I put it at your house. <laughs> in, it's not at mine. Well, I mean that 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 is where we keep it. Let's yes. put the let's put the exotica on. What do you say? Sure. And I'm gonna move this microphone closer to me. Okay. It's, it's very high, like it's set like Sha- Shaquille O'Neal was in here or something. It's pretty tall. He was. Actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a tall man. Yeah. Uh, I've been in a breakfast at Tiffany's mood. I love that movie. It's one of my favorites. So her Valentine's Day yesterday, while my boyfriend was at mm-hmm. work, and then I had some single ladies over. Yes. Uh, oh, the single ladies. Oh. Yeah, she wasn't here. No, no. She's not single anyway. Yeah. So uh, we had some single ladies over, and so we did uh, cupcakes, mm-hmm. champagne, and cocktails. You know what would have made it even better? What? If you had the slot machine. You know, the breakfast activity Ooh, slot well, machine. Well, okay. And so funny you should mention that. Mm. So in addition to uh, ladies and gentlemen out there in listener land, we're listening to the Breakfast at Tiffany soundtrack, which is, uh, well, was put together by Henry Mancini back yes, in the day. It has one of my favorite songs, Moon River, on it. Which is my least favorite really? song. Really? I love on that this, song. I love it. This. Well, you'll get to hear it. And uh, Henry Mancini did so many, so many great soundtracks for movies, especially in the 60s. Uh, you may recall The Pink Panther is another one. But great lounge cocktail music. And so for the listeners who sometimes say, I don't want to spend a lot of money on a bunch of music for my, for my loungy mm-hmm. moods and atmosphere, go with some Henry Mancini. Yeah, and I thought George Pappard was hot in that movie. You know what? He was. Yeah. And there are a couple shirtless scenes, mm-hmm. and he doesn't look half bad. No, he's a good-looking man. And I had never seen the movie before. None of us had. Really? Really. I'm shocked. And I will say that... I had no idea what the story would be, really. Yeah. But I really liked it. Please ignore the barking dog in the background. And it was a it was a great movie. Yeah, it, no, it's, it's a good movie. It, it's and it's it's you, a bittersweet movie. It is. You yes. you 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 hear the title "Breakfast at Tiffany's." Um, it it the reality of the movie conjures up nothing of what that title meant to no, me. No, it's my head. just the opening scene of the movie. Exactly. Yes. And yeah. That's all. That's the only great, thing it has to do. With. Great movie though. So, um, in addition to ignoring the dog. Yeah, which we might beat in a little bit. You are here yeah. in the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. If you've never tuned in before, uh, we have a cocktail every week, which we're going to here. We're gonna mix up a planter's punch which is certainly not unique but we decided a few months back actually it was a few months back it was in December correct that we would dive into the um, random house uh, cocktail and uh, entertaining card set and we've been really diligently preparing for this yes we have yes we put a lot of effort (laughs) we did and so we picked out a cocktail and an after-dinner drink, and an appetizer, and we did four of those, and we're going to do that all through February and into March. Indeed. And so we're starting with the planter's punch, and while we mix the drink, we're also going to, uh, well, this, the show is sponsored by the letter S today. Oh, it is? Like S, shit? as in science. Oh, I thought you meant shit. Yes. No, as in Bill Nye the science Or Sasquatch. Guy. And people ask quite often, does it really matter if you use crushed ice, cubed ice, cracked ice, whatever? It does. You know, I can't even work anymore because I sit at my desk thinking about that. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> uh, but it does matter. And so um, and so I'm going to prove it. So I have measured out the exact same amount. Ooh, that got loud. It did. The exact same amount of planter's punch, uh, just the liquors and juices. And we are going to mix it with cubed, or sorry, crushed ice first. Okay, well, let's see it. As the recipe says. All right. 
And then we're gonna pour it into a glass. Pour that effing ice in there. And we're gonna measure the exact volume that we get. Okay. And then we're gonna do it with cubed, and we are going to see that you get a different volume. I uh, think I would have been more interested in science in high school if they were mixing uh, alcohol. Absolutely, yeah, I think definitely. so too. So, and we're just gonna give it a quick 10 back and forth, you know, shake, so mm -hmm. that's like a good five mm -hmm. seconds. Because we want to be even and scientific as possible. Yep. There we go. Very nice, very nice. And then we're pouring that into a measuring, measuring cup. cup. It's a lovely punchy color. Now, with crushed ice especially, the crushed ice will go to the top of the strainer on your shaker. Mm -hmm. And yeah, sometimes you'll juice. think it's out, so you have to pull it back a little bit and then pour again, and you'll get it. Now, we started with exactly four ounces of liquor, and we have come out with just a hair over five ounces. So oh, we've added a right. full ounce of water dilution. Um, it's just over the meniscus of the five. The meniscus. <laughs> How fancy am I? So, so we're gonna, there we go. That one's for you, Starshine. That's lovely. Now, we're going to do it again. I'm gonna empty out the rest of the ice in the shaker because we have to be fair. We're gonna take another exactly portioned four ounces of cocktail. Gosh, this time I'm so excited. We're using cubed ice, and what do you think is gonna happen, Starshine? Uh, I think that the cubed ice will produce less liquid because there's so more surface. Too. Well, no, there's less surface area. The cubed right. ice. The so here we go. Another ice ten shakes. I'm mortally afraid that you're gonna hit me with that shaker. <laughs> it's gonna slip out of your hand. And now we're pouring. So this one will be mine. Gosh, it smells like, it smells, it, it sounds like you're peeing. My mouth isn't working today. It's been a long week. Ooh. We almost spilled it. And I know, I almost spilled it. Been. And this time we get four and a half. Oh, see, so it's, it's, it's a little more than four and a half. So four and five eighths, Four we'll and say. five eighths. So, so almost a full half ounce difference in the liquid. Yeah, so now, it proves the theory though. When I you're mean, doing, yeah, when you're doing a, a fruity drink like this, you're not going to notice too much. No, because it all mixes in anyway. But when you're doing a, like, especially like a martini, um, a Manhattan or something like that, where dilution is even more critical, it's going to make a bigger difference. But that's just a half ounce. Now, and I just did 10 quick shakes. Yeah. Really, I would go longer on this. But in the interest of uh, we're recording this and our listeners can only stand so much shaking in their ears. Or me. Or you, yeah. yes. I just went with those 10 quick shakes. And and so there you go. So there's why uh, you want to follow the recipe because if, if the mixologist or bartender went through the trouble to say crushed versus cubed. They did it for a reason. They did it for a reason. Now, a poorly written recipe mm -hmm. will just say... Shake with ice. Yes. And those people are assholes. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but they just they just don't think about it. Or what you'll find is um, it'll just say with ice a lot when it's one of those mass-produced kind of mm -hmm. we want to publish something and have people buy it kind of books. Sure, sure. Uh, a, a good mixologist or a bartender who's been in the trade for a long time, they're going to tell you what kind of ice. So maybe when you're say. looking at books at the bookstore or something, you should that should be a clue that you shouldn't buy that book. If it doesn't, well, it could. Specify. Well, and you may, if you look at the recipes, if you, if you don't know whether a drink is balanced just from looking at it, uh, that could be a clue. Yeah. And, and so, one more thing about ice. Okay. Before we go into the mail. Don't eat yellow ice. Never eat yellow yeah, ice. Okay. Cracked 
and chipped ice are getting very in vogue again. Okay. You know why? It's those mm. goddamn hipsters. Mm, those hipsters. You hate hipsters. I was just at a bar. I see hipsters every day where I work, so they don't bother me. In Los Angeles. Outstanding drinks, by the way. Yes. And I would mention the name of it if I could remember, but I was schnockered. <laughs> so typical. And we went to a we went to a place uh, that was called the Corner Lounge. It's like a speakeasy, closed for a private event and couldn't get in. Mm -hmm. But the door guy said, "You know that place across the street also makes a damn good cocktail. You should go over there." I'm glad we did. Yeah. Because they did make a really great cocktail. Uh, I had a Sazerac. Which is just a really tasty drink with just a little bit of uh, absinthe in it. You know, oh, yum, yum, yum. I think that I've had one, but it tasted a lot like licorice. Did it taste like licorice? That's what it should taste yeah. like. Yeah, Ugh. that's what it should taste like. A whiskey and licorice. Yeah. And uh, just really good. And so anyway, um, and so he, I noticed that he was chipping ice. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was nice enough to say, well... That is the true recipe. People really don't do that anymore, yada, yada, yada. And, and then he kind of leans over and he go, and the hipsters think it's cool. Well, sure they do. It's um, a schnazzy. Uh, whereas, you know, for, to me, chipped ice, you know, it was chipped ice because they would deliver a big giant block sure, of ice. Sure, you had to do something with and, it. And you had to do that. Well, we've all got ice crushers in our homes now. A lot of us do anyway. And, and you don't really need, or you maybe have a tabletop turn crank ice crusher, which. I have one. It looks like Snoopy and it makes snow cones. That's fun too. Yeah. If you don't have ice crusher in your door, get one of those hand crank ice crushers where you plop the ice in on top and it drops it into a bin underneath because crushed ice for tiki drinks is essential many, many times. So I like the pellet ice. Pellet? Oh, yeah. Mm. Like Pepsi ice, yes. I call it. Yes. You can get those ice crushers Pepsi. online. If you're paying more than uh, $30 for it, you paid too much. Or try to find one at a yard sale or a thrift store. Uh, I got mine for like... $2.10 or something like that. Who steal one from an old person? with my rattan ice that's bucket lovely. that still smells like the dead smoker's home who probably it came from. Yes, that's nice. It is nice. Okay, what do you say we go find the listener mail sack? Look, it's got to be around here somewhere. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe. Somewhere, I don't Maybe know. Maybe the dog has it. <sighs> she probably chewed it up. It's been really windy here lately, and your sack needs some lotion. Jesus. Oh, 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 ow. Oh. <laughs> but now the letters are just going to fall on <laughs> out of it. I shouldn't have done wow. that. Yeah, that you, sh oh, you should have seen the level on the microphone when I tore my sack. It was painful, and it showed. We have, um, we had about 13 emails that had kind of piled up because, um, well, okay, so listeners, uh, this has been like six weeks since we did a show. Has it been that long? Yeah. I just um, figured you were doing them without me. No. Uh, I know sometimes Kehlani will be here or even Pumpkin, but no, just really haven't. Um, I have been under the weather, and, you know, somewhere here is is the email. Oh, yeah, I had it right in my hand. There it is. This first email comes from Richard. Richard, okay. I'm going to call him Dick, though. Okay, let's call him Dick. Hey, Dick. I'm sure he doesn't get that. Hello, hello, ZTL. It's Dick. Hello, Dick. I wrote you many years ago. And you were nice enough to answer my email, and I hope you will this time. Nope, not going to. No, we're just going to read it I'm and just not say anything. I'm just going to do like uh, uh, Craig Ferguson does. I'm just going <laughs> to... Kind of show him, <laughs> but not really show him. Look at your tweet and throw it out yes. the window. 
sorry to hear that Sunshine hasn't been feeling all that great. I'm missing the show and was also on a leave from work, so I went back in time and downloaded some of the shows from the very beginning. Not mm. easy to find either. No, they're so classy. Is too. there any place to go download all of the shows? Thank you for keeping me thin. I exercise to the show and a few other podcasts. Thank you, Dick. Well, that's great that he exercises to our show. Well, you know... Um, no, there is no easy place that you can go download all of the shows, and that's because I am embarrassed of the first, like, 30 or so. <laughs> the, it wasn't until I got here that things started getting yeah, good. Yeah, that's very true. Mm. And and actually, you know, Pumpkin was the original co-host with me, and, and it's, it's not Pumpkin, it really isn't me, it's actually the first... There's that dog again. Mm, that's what uh, I'm gonna, cats are I'm gonna give her. I'm going to give her some planner's punch. Yeah, that might help. Think, how is your punch, by the way? It's very tasty, but you need to finish Dick's email, and then we can talk mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. the punch. Okay. So, uh, what was I talking about? Something about not liking the first 30 shows. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, it wasn't until we got to like 30 mm -hmm. where I got a real microphone. That's true. You didn't have one before and, that. And we started recording with a little better of a system. And so mm -hmm. just quality-wise... I don't care. It was also in a, a smaller bit rate. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little scratchy on the ears. Probably rambled a little bit more until, because we kind of have a set schedule when we talk now. Yes. Of, of and we, we didn't do. have, didn't have a pattern, didn't have yeah. an outline or anything like that. And so I just don't like them. Schedules so, are good. Now, 31 through 269, which we're recording now, um, well, you can really only find about 150 through current. Yeah. Um, and that's just because I haven't, uh, Put the links back to those other ones. But I, I do realize that there are some listeners out there who have the time, and they, they have found ways, because they're out there on the internet somewhere, like through Podcast Pickle or something really like that. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I just don't care to look it up, so... If you want to go to tikicentral.com and go to the general Tiki link, and then go to the Zen Tiki Lounge thread, yes. you can post a reply and tell people how to find them because i i don't really care yeah and i'm not i can't say that i'm going to go back and listen to them there you go now we mentioned um the dog is reminding us yes. that we're we're doing this thing where we took the um the these cards, cards out yes. of the the appetizer cocktail party planning set mm -hmm. and so we started with the planner's punch and the the appetizer or snack that we're having yes is orange banana bread. It is, and from the recipe, it's really no different than any banana bread you'd make it's now. It's very moist. I'm yeah. looking at my fingers. Um, it doesn't have the as much of the orange flavor as I would like, but really the recipe only car. Well, you could have deviated from the recipe. Well, I thought the point was to make it just like the recipe. That's true. Yeah, so I think that if, if you're going to go to the trouble to grate orange rind and shit to put in there, that it should taste more like it. You know, and if but there is... But otherwise, it's pretty good. Yeah, and I love orange rind and shit. Yeah. In shit? You said and shit. Oh, so that's I, true. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, okay. So, what do I have to make next week? Um, banana bread is pretty safe. We'll do that after the break here. All Those right. cards are behind the bar. All Sorry. right, all right. This next email comes from Laurel. Laurel. Hello, Laurel. I'm assuming Laurel's a lady, but you never know. Mm, that's true. She, she says... Could be a canyon. Okay. What the hell is orange blossom water? You said you were putting it in a drink, and I have never heard of such a thing. I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. Is that a bartender deal or what? Coconut and lime, heard of that, but not this magical water you speak of, lol. I picture her talking in a, um, you know those commercials when they say the salsa's from New York City? <laughs> New York <Right>. City! <laughs> What's this? Or I guess she talks like Yul Hauser. Just left a review on iTunes for you, the least I can do for all the free entertainment. Well, I should say so. Orange Blossom Water 
is actually exactly what it sounds like. So what you literally do is you steep fresh orange blossoms in water, preferably distilled so it doesn't have any other off notes to it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then you strain out the orange blossoms and you try to do it in as little water as possible because you don't want the water to be too thinned out. And you literally get this aromatized um, water that you can add just a couple of drops to a drink. You can do this with rose petals as well. There's rose water. There's orange blossom water. You can really do it with any herb, any flower. It just kind of leaves the light. Yeah. Yeah. So, for example, I'm working on a drink for uh, Tiki Caliente, which we're going to talk about that event a little later. But... um, and, I, and, I, and it's got coconut and lime and uh, what else is in there? A little, just a little bit of pineapple and, you and some orange juice. haven't made that one for me yet. You showed me a picture, mm-hmm. but you haven't made it for me yet. And I added just a few drops of orange blossom water to bring out a little bit more of the citrus, mm-hmm. to zhuzh it up a little bit. And lo and behold, orange blossom water works some real magic with coconut milk, lime juice, orange juice, and, and the rums that I put in there. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Well, quite... I'm excited to taste it. I, just keep showing me pictures and talking about sorry, it. Sorry, listeners. Well, we're having Planner's Punch and Champagne Cocktail today. We are. So. Yeah, there, we can't add a third one. Okay, this last email. When I said we had like 13 emails, but I just... I'm, we're doing three today. Okay. And, and we'll get to the rest as we try to catch up on podcasts. It's just going to be like a, a snowball that goes downhill. I know. We're never going to catch up. This one comes from Ari. Ari. Uh, I think I think Ari has written before. Okay. Well, hello, Ari. Ah, heard about your pussy. So oh, sad. Oh, yes, it is very sad. My cat ran away a few months ago, and I know how you feel. Really hope she comes back. I'm sending my best wishes and luck. Is there a cocktail for a lost pussy? A special song? This song. Yes, it's this song. Is this the? <laughs> this it's a striptease. It's the lost pussy song. Well, well, I feel your pain too. I had a, a cat disappear a couple years ago. Mm. Those bitches just take off one day and they don't come back. That that striptease song is the the song I imagine will play if tequila comes back. Yeah, she <laughs> just comes prancing <laughs> or, in. Or this Asian song. And she could possibly... No, you had her fixed. She couldn't come back pregnant. Or did you not... Because she never left the house. Did you ever... She had never left oh, the so house. she could come In the back. 14 years of her life, she could be pregnant. She could I be. know I'm terrible, but... But you weren't going to let her out, so why... She can keep her parts if you weren't going to let her out. I guess it goes to prove that even after 14 years, your cat can get out and you should have them fixed anyway. there's a but... certain age where they can't get pregnant anymore. Nope, I looked into it. They can get pregnant all the way up until they die. Really? Yep. Well, well she yep. could. She's off somewhere having babies. Making well, up for lost time. Hope she's making more tequila. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to send us an email, you can send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. We are obviously not sponsored by Bob Eubanks, so he'd <laughs> now, be reminding I've, you to I've spay spayed and neutered, neutered my pets. <laughs> the dog, Whiskey, she's, uh, I think we spayed and neutered her. Oh, she's both, huh? <laughs> yes. She was a hermaphrodite. She's we a took hermaphrodite. it all. We took, all, we the took parts it all. Up. We took it all off. Um, Mail is antiquelounges.com is, uh, is where you can send us your note, and we will uh, answer it, read it here on the show, although probably not for two more shows or so because we've got those other 10 emails to catch up on. And uh, you can also go on Facebook, and mm-hmm. you can send us a uh, message either to Sunshine Tiki or to the Zen Tiki Lounge page on Facebook. That would be two fabulous ways for you We'd to get like a hold that. of us. You can leave me a message, too. I actually check mine. Do you? I do. And Sometimes you, I check it and someone else has left a comment that said I said something. And I'm like, I didn't say that. It's what I thought you would say because you hadn't <laughs> logged in for a few days. 
Um, but that's okay. You can also leave us a voicemail, question, or drunk dial at 619-777-TIKI. 619-777-TIKI. If you leave us a voicemail, you better believe we're going to play it, and then uh-huh. we're going to talk about it. So make it interesting. Yes. Okay. Well, we're going to go find the rest of the show. It's got to be somewhere. And we'll be right back. And we're back. Yes, yes we are. Here in the Zen Tiki Lounge, the Tiki Bar that lives in your head. Are you trying to talk like William Shatner? Oh, no, I or, wasn't. Or perhaps um, <laughs> Adam West, he kind of talks the same way in Batman. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't particularly. No, I mean, but I, it came out of you. A little Shatner. It came out of me. A little Shat. I want to talk about, uh, real quick, something on the Facebook. Uh, the Facebook, huh? That new Two things Facebook? on the Facebook. A few weeks back, I did a Facebook yard sale. That's what I wanted to, I'll tell you after the show. Oh, That's okay. what I wanted. It was about Facebook. Okay, anyway, yeah, she did a so yard sale. So, I, you know, I had, uh, we have stuff here at the bar that yeah, I, I gotta unload sometimes. Sure, yeah. sure. And then, and then just stuff that I've personally collected as well. And so I thought, you know what, I'm gonna take a picture of everything, I'm gonna put it up on Facebook, and I am gonna say that whoever replies first to each particular picture mm-hmm. can have that thing or things as long as... You pay for the shipping. Yes. And so I went to the post office and I looked for the cheapest shipping on each thing and I PayPal'd people for the uh, the shipping and lo and behold, it all went. That's amazing. It is. Actually, one thing didn't go and I wasn't surprised. It was a tacky plate. Well, and what was plates. That? It was a tacky plate set that nobody wanted. With... I, because I looked at all the stuff. Yeah, nobody wanted it. Okay. The, the, the flip-flop oh, shaped yeah, plate the flip. and stuff. Well, who wants that. a flip-flop plate? Um, now, one thing that's going to listener Scott, by yes. the way, he actually got the wine plates and the booze dispenser. Yes. And, you know, the big reason why the United States Postal Service is in trouble is because it was either the Congress or Senate, I, I don't remember which, decided for some stupid-ass reason, mm-hmm. and actually I've looked into this, that they had to fund their retirement plan 75 years into the future. Now, our military doesn't do that. No U.S. company does that. No, I don't no think I'm one, aware of. No one does that. So I was looking into this. Why would why would the, the, the Senate or Congress or whoever, why would they do that? Well, it turns out that that money, those billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars that they've had to put and set aside for all this time, mm-hmm. It actually looks like, it makes it look like our government has more money in the bank than it really does. Well, actually, the money is there. Yes. But it actually makes it look like the budget is less in deficit than it is. Oh, I see. I see what you're getting at. So every year when you have to balance the budget or you have to put out a budget, mm-hmm. you get to account for this like trillion and something dollars or more. It's more. It's I think it's sure. almost $2 trillion. Something crazy like that that you get to say is this is money we have in the bank but yeah. you can't actually touch it so then when you go to actually spend you, you can't touch you it you don't have the money to spend so it's like having it's like having a credit card you don't have the pin number for yes it's just <laughs> it's there or a trust fund you can't touch so until it's you're a 21. sneaky little thing that our government did and then um, and here's where I get a little political where I'll say and, and I don't think this is a partisan thing I think it's both the Democrats and the Republicans are both saying well no we can't touch that money it's you know for that just lower it to 50 years or just lower exactly. it to freaking 40 years. Yeah. Do you really need to fund it 75 years into the future? The people who retire now would be dead before they would even get to the any. It's just ridiculous. So 
the post office sends back the package, one of the packages to listener Scott, who's already been nice enough to PayPal me the shipping. Yeah. And they said that the um, shipping, the shipping was not enough. Now here's what pisses me off. It was a United States Postal Service worker who weighed the package and slapped a sticker of on it. Of course it was. And charged me for it. Now, they didn't argue with me. They were happy enough to send it back out at, yeah. at no additional charge. Guess what they told me was the reason it could have happened? Because they weren't going to admit they were wrong. Of course not. But they, they gave me this reason that they said, well, this could happen, well, and that's why it's not our fault. What was their valid reason? Well, you know... Uh, Humidity could make the box absorb moisture. Oh well, we should try that. That's another. That's our science experiment for next week. Uh, I I was like I I I actually in the post office to the clerk said, "Are you shitting me?" That's what I um. That's what I tell my doctor when he weighs me. I'm not, now, I don't weigh that much. Humidity has made my skin absorb more moisture. And which I'm makes pretty me sure that the postal worker. When I said, are you shitting me, was seriously, and I was extremely polite about it, but I mean, she was seriously close to pulling some government bullshit where she was going to say, I don't have to take that from you and I can re refuse service oh, to you. Have she you got, arrested she got for all huffy, postal officer. And I, and I said, I'm sorry, but I'm sure that you can understand after you've already had the package for 10 days. Yeah. When it should have arrived in five. How much weight could it have added? None. The box was was dry as a Salisbury steak at Hometown Buffet. It, mm. I mean, it was... It's ridiculous. So, Scott, I'm so sorry. I sent you an email, and I apologize that there was a delay. And it's coming. It's going right back out to you. But, so, listeners, I'm telling you about this Facebook yard sale thing. Whether you do it on eBay and you do a no price and you just want people to pay for shipping, mm -hmm. or you go on Facebook and you put up pictures, I think it's a really great way to repurpose and reuse the things you have instead of throwing them away. And it's the yard sale of the future. It could be. Yeah, that's interesting, though. Yeah, you can't touch it, so, yeah. you know. Yeah, but that's okay. We don't need you manhandling and, stuff. And if I do it again, I would even put on there and be more specific and say... Once I send it to you, it is yours. Yeah, don't send it back to me. <laughs> because I'm only asking you for shipping anyway. I won't take it back. Yeah. But I've gotten emails back from people who've been very happy with their uh, Chinese teacups. Well, who doesn't and their like to get, I mean, it's pretty much, besides paying for the shipping, it's a free item you're getting. Well, it who is. And, like and, I, and I shipped it, like, the cheapest shipping. So, I mean, it was the same or less than the price you'd pay at a garage sale anyway. Yeah. So, that's good. Okay, so quality. one other Facebook thing I want to mention is if you go and you go to um, Sunshine's page or Starshine's page or Kaylani's page, you can see that we're all subscribed to a Tiki group. Yes, we are. And the reason that we're subscribed to that is, well, Facebook limits the pages that show on your timeline. Why do they do this, you might ask? I don't know. If you've liked them, why do they limit them? Well, because... They limit them because they want people who own pages, such as us here at the Zantique Lounge, yes. they want us to pay. Well, I don't want pay. Well, of course not. They why, want us to pay to make our posts appear more often in your timeline. Yeah. So they want us to purchase ads and things like that. Now, we do purchase ads when we're trying to sell our t-shirts and tell you we're going to be at an event. We really want sure. you to know we're going to be there, things like that. But, you know, when I post a picture of a cocktail I made and just said, like, here's a cocktail and yeah. the recipe, I am not paying or using listener donated money to pay for that yeah. to or end up on people's Yeah, we're at a casino or something, I mean, who, we're just effing around. We don't need to pay for, you know what I'm saying? We're not always advertising. We should be paid to F around. We, we shouldn't should have to be. pay to F around. Damn it. Yeah. So, 
So there you go. I'm just saying. Oh, Pumpkins, uh, she's texting me. She's saying, what time shall we be at the casino tomorrow? I'll have to... Oh, is she joining you? Well, I'm going to see Debbie Reynolds and... Oh, that's right. You're going to go see Debbie Reynolds and Don... I love Debbie Reynolds. Another one of my favorite movies, Singing in the Rain. Very, very classy, those two old farts. Oh, I'm sure. She's always been classy. (laughs) It says she's raunchy and body in her description when she performs live, Uh which I'm hoping. I'm sure she is. I'm absolutely hoping. Uh, so, okay, so there's the Facebook stuff. We've done the email. We, we talked about our cocktail. Now, we're going to have the second cocktail. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready. Which is the champagne cocktail. Yes. So that was the uh, kind of the after-dinner drink that we chose. Could be an aperitif or an after-dinner drink. And it is as simple as uh, champagne, a dash of Angostura bitters, and a lump of sugar or a cube. And I like champagne, but I don't know if I'll like it with the bitters in it. You place the cube uh, in the bottom of the champagne glass uh-huh. before you pour in the champagne. And then you put the dash of bitters on the sugar. Okay. It'll absorb into the sugar. And then you pour the champagne well, in. That sounds very classy. It makes it more bubbly, as you can see in your glass here. Yes. It's much more bubbly. I've still got a little planner's punch to finish, but... Well, hurry up and drink it down, bitch. Mm -mm. Ah, there we go. Now, in this other champagne glass right here... Yes. The one that we're not going to drink, do you know what that is? Mm. It's a plant, but do you know what it is? It is a plant. Oops, it looks like ivy. You know what? It's not an ivy. Mm -hmm. I don't know what family it's in, but um, I took a couple clippings of that from Nana Bones' place. Yeah. From her lush tropical backyard. From her bush? From her bush. And that plant is called Wandering Jew. What? (laughs) That's what it's called. I'm sure it has a different name now. I'm sure it has a Latin name, but I looked it up. That is the common name. Because I was like, Nana. And she goes, that's what it's called. It's called Wandering Jew. Yeah. Also politically incorrect. But people, this is a plant, and it's what people called it. I'm just saying. Um, My. It's one of those plants that as it trails, Uh it just kind of goes everywhere. And you can't get rid of it. <laughs> I know it's terrible. It's My it's terrible. grandparents, there was a nut that used to have a very racist name. And uh-huh. I'll tell you it off the air because I'm not going to say it right now. Okay. Um, obviously Does it that start was, with a K? No, it starts with an N. Oh, okay. They used to call the nuts, and I am no way condoning my grandparents there. Uh-huh. One's dead and one's 95 and has Alzheimer's. Entos. Uh-huh, yeah. And I'm sure that was not the real name for them. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it wasn't. Were but, they tasty nuts? I don't know. I well, wish. all nuts are tasty. Yeah. Um, but it's the same with this plant. It's so wrong. <laughs> well, I think Wandering Jew is better than... Yeah, but, yeah. But, yeah, it's a really it's a really terrible name for something. And there is a Latin name for the plant, but um, I, I forget what I... Even when I was no, five, I knew that listeners. when they called... When it was my grandfather, especially... Yeah who's been dead for a long time, used to call it that. I, at five, I was like, that is not right to call those nuts that. But, you know, whatever. What can you do? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, mm. we've all had to put up with things that, for example, like our, our grandparents said, you know, and, you know, when you're a child, you're really not going to change grandpa's opinion mind no. necessarily. Yeah, I mean, that's just what it is. Now, I found the Wikipedia article for it, but let me see. I, I know I saw the Latin name on here somewhere. Jewish um, Wanderous? No, 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 no. Uh, it is Tran... Transencantia fluminesis. Fluminesis. It's a shade-tolerant, 
easily regenerating invasive plant having small green leaves with white flowers when it blossoms from South America. Um, and the under, so the top of the leaves are kind of white and green, and then the underside are bright purple. Yeah, it's very pretty. And I think it, it's very pretty. Yes. And it works well in hanging baskets, but also if it gets onto the ground, it'll spread out everywhere just like a spider plant. Or See, now there's a spider plant. There's really nothing wrong with the name no, of that no, plant, No, no, I'm right? just... <laughs> picturing this the name. This one, this one. So wrong. <laughs> yes, this one. And and the Wikipedia article is like very short and to the point. They don't go into any story. No, I think even they didn't want to. I think even they didn't want to. Um, and to usually really it has like, it. A, it has C also, and maybe it goes to the more common, maybe there's a new name instead of Latin name in the. Oh, there's wander- also a blue wandering Jew. Oh, of course, of course. Why limit it to one color? Of but I like this one, the green and purple one. It's, it's really pretty. So I have it in some rooting hormone, mm-hmm. and I'm going to um, wait till the roots come out, and then I'm going to plant it, and All I'm right. going to, I'm going to. I'm going to have some. And then mine won't be wandering. It'll have a home. Yes. Yeah. It'll have a land. <laughs> it'll have, yeah. All right. <laughs> um, well, a let's, land that's hotly contested. And, I, yeah, you know, I know. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's be more appropriate, shall okay. we? Let's talk about uh, I was the, being appropriate. I was getting historical and political there. Let's talk about the two events that are coming up soon. Okay. The two Tiki events that are coming up. Since we're going to both of them. Yeah, the first one is Mojave Oasis. And we have not been to this before. Now, this one is put on by the fabulous Amy Boylan, co-owner of the Tonga Hut in Los Angeles. If you haven't been to the Tonga Hut and you're in the L.A. area, you need to go. They have 78 drinks on their drink list, and a lot of them come from... um, uh, Beach Bum Berries, Grog Log, mm-hmm. and after you drink all 78 of them, not in one sitting, well, why not? but they will keep track of which ones you've had if you want to. mixed all in one bowl? Oh, I don't know if that's a good could, idea. But you could get it over with at once. You would die. We well, would die. You huh? would die. Right. Um, so it's going to cost you a lot of money because, you know, when drinks are between 8 and 10 $12 a drink and you've got to drink 78 of them, you don't want to do this in one sitting anyway. But when you get through all 78, you become a member of the Loyal Order of Drooling Bastards. You get your name on a plaque, and there's a little ceremony and everything, and it's wonderful. Awesome. And so I want to be on that list. But um, so uh, Amy, she puts on this event called Mojave Oasis, and she has created this little desert paradise out in a place called Newberry Springs, literally out in the middle of the California desert. It's got a little man-made lake. It's, and then, then in the tents and trailers pull around it. She has built a permanent bar that's kind of a clamshell mermaid-type theme. And uh, what else? They have a, a stage out on a lawn that everybody, you know, where the musical artists perform. It sounds like fun. So do we and bring our own tent or the tent's permanent well, we're, we're bringing our own tent. Okay. And I'm bringing my large, large um, dome tent, the one that's big enough to stand in. Okay. Because I'm going to theme the inside of it like a genie's bottle. Oh, Jesus. You're going to be decorating again forever. At least I can't oh, wallpaper. I can't yeah. wallpaper. But, but it's not a room party because no, no, this no. is a much smaller intimate gathering. It's called a gathering of friends and um, anyway so you can go to mojaveoasis.com and click on the Mojave Oasis 2013 link it is April 12th through 14th uh, I believe there may still be a trailer available if you actually... No, no, I'm sorry. There are no more of the rentable trailers available. Mm-hmm. But if you bring, if you have a hitch and a trailer, you, you can, can bring, bring one. And, or you, know, you can be a warrior in the grass, as they call it. And you can, for $140, a warrior in the grass, uh, that's good for um, your tent and your admission for the weekend, which does include all of the entertainment for the weekend and the luau dinner. Yum, yum, yum. yum. The dinners are included, correct? Uh, the one night. One night. The one night on Saturday. 
And uh, so, you know, I think it's a really great event because it's it's real low key. It sounds relaxing. Everyone's, and, um, everyone's I, bringing booze. I would like to say that you could not get Pumpkin or Kehlani to go. To no, they don't because camp. they will not go in a tent. But we do. Whereas I was raised on cheap vacations. Now Amy told us here music for the <laughs> for Saturday, for example, uh, the Smoke and Menahunes are going to be playing two sets that evening. Mm-hmm. The Ding Dong Devils, who've played at one of our yes, uh, nice, room crawls. Nice. And uh, the Glasgow Tiki Shakers, who I like very much. So that is Saturday night. Are they Scottish? Uh, I don't know. No. I don't know if I would say. Do they no, wear I kilts? I don't. I didn't see them wearing kilts when I don't think so. Well, Glasgow is. I'm yeah. just assuming that they're Scottish. I remember Maybe one of them heritage. was cute. Oh, okay. Well, that's good enough. <laughs> uh, so th- that's what's going on Saturday. And now on Friday night, it's movie night. Okay. They put up a screen. And you, you have popcorn, and you watch a schlocky movie with everybody, and you get schnockered. That sounds like fun. Doesn't that sound like fun? And in between there on Friday and Saturday and Sunday, uh, not so much Sunday because people are packing up and going home, but Friday and Saturday, um, yes, people are making drinks. They're showing off their drinks. They're, you know, um, not room crawls per se, but tent moseys. Yeah, and you're kind of <laughs> serving out the front of the tent, right? Yeah, because so there's tent moseys, or you just set up a table and, and you serve drinks. Yeah, so there is, a, there is a small drink competition, I believe. Um, but again, April 12th, Fourteenth, you can go to MojaveOasis.com. Now, the next event we want to talk about that we're going to be at mm-hmm. is Tiki Caliente Five. This one's in Palm Springs, and yes. this is May seventeenth through nineteenth. Although, gosh, it's going to be busy spring. If you want to arrive a day early on the sixteenth, you can. You can get a room for that night, or if you want to stay a day later, uh, Sunday night, you can stay the twentieth as well. Um, Are you staying the sixteenth through the twentieth? No, no, I'm just I'm just doing the three main nights, the okay. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and um, very happy to say that I have uh, agreed uh, with Rory Wildsmill Van Snyder uh, that I will be the organizer of the um, room crawl party list so this year. So kiss Sunshine's ass now. Well, it means that we won't be competing. That's okay because that would be unfair. Yes, but. We will be judging I like the judging. drinks and rooms, yes, and I'm very like much that. looking forward to that. Now, we're also going to make sure that one of the judges is a true rum snob so that there's talent. Oh, what are you saying? We're not talented no, drink judges. No, but I judges. do like a good we're... drink. Now, you've turned me into a snob. I can't say that I'm a Well, rum you know snob. when something's shitty. Yes. Yeah. Yes, whereas before I did not. But even I can't quite pick out all of the notes and the various rums and things like that. I know when a drink is balanced and I know, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm not the best mixologist. I'm no Beach Bunbury. I'm no Martin Kate. I'm no, you know, I, I, I'm not. Um, so, uh, so anyway, uh, that is May 17th through 19th in Palm Springs. And you can go to tiki-caliente.com and you click on the tab that says sales and news and it'll take you to the page where you can then go down and you can click on and decide whether you want a room with two queens or a single king, etc. Now, for example, if you pick the room with two queens for $340 for the weekend, that includes your room, Mm -hmm. uh, admission, which is a wristband to all of the stuff on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, um, and all the events, the bands, etc., and... Um. Uh, what else does that include? Blowjobs. Uh, no. Well, well, it includes the it includes the room <laughs> and the uh, free continental breakfast in the uh, hotel lobby mm-hmm. in the mornings. Um. So three hundred and forty dollars for two people for a weekend and all the entertainment because well, you so can bad. Nope. you can literally just stay at the hotel if you want and just be schnockered all weekend. Yes. Now this one's a little this one's bigger than Mojave Oasis and and it's oh, uh, uh, it's an actual hotel versus camping. And so um, this one is a room crawl, has room crawl on Friday and Saturday, where you actually go from room to room, you sample people's drinks, and when you do that, you tip the bartender yes, because that is the right thing to do. Please tip the bartender. Because we need they to provide recoup our costs. Free cocktails. Yes. You better tip the goddamn bartender. Yes, it makes us very cranky. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I, I will tell you though, 
at least one third of the people who come in do not do tip. not. Yes. Who no. are these? Who are you people? It's like it's poor etiquette. Now give a dollar, give fifty cents, people, give a quarter. The give people something. who've arranged the room crawls before me, they have always made it a point to point out that room crawl etiquette is that you do tip the bartender. Yes. I will do the same. I will probably be even more egregious about it because it. I, I can't believe how many people just walk around and grab free drinks and don't tip the bartender. I think we should put signs outside the doors that say, remember to tip your bartender. I think we should. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should uh, also have somebody dress up as a change girl, <laughs> a, la, a la Vegas with a little cart. Yeah. <laughs> so no one has an excuse. Yes. That's what people will do. They'll pull out like a 20 and they'll be like, oh, it doesn't look like you have enough to break that. I'm sorry. Now, like, it doesn't I'm, look like I have enough to pour you a drink. I'm, I'm sorry. always prepared. And I go, oh, but I do. And I pull money out yes. from bond to the bar. And I go, here you go. And then they got that look in their eyes like, fuck. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. You could go to a bar and pay 10 bucks for this drink or you can give us a dollar. Right. Yeah. Come on. Come on. So uh, now, who is going to be playing at um, uh, at uh, Tiki Caliente? Wouldn't you like to know? Before Maybe. I tell you who's playing, I'll tell you one of the sponsors Deadhead Rum. Mm -hmm. I have not tried Deadhead Rum yet because it's only sold one place near me, and I'm going to go get some tomorrow, actually. Okay, so we can try Look it at next the week. bottle. It's a lovely bottle. It is a shrunken head. Yeah, it's, it's nice. So they're an up and comer in the rum world, and uh, they have a pretty darn cool uh, bottle there, I must say. Well, we should try it next week when we uh, record the next show. Now, look at the mug. The mug is cool. I've, yes. I've been seeing the posts on Facebook. So, so I, I can't really, it. listeners, I can't really describe the mug, but it's a tiki, of course. A tiki and with it's a green. pointed nose with the green yes. color. And it's kind of a like a tribal mask kind yeah, of and face. and I think he looks like he's wearing a suit. And so there will be an official event mug, as there should be. And then, well, you know, as far as the musical lineup goes, why don't I just tell you about a few of the people who are going to be there? Because I bet you you want to know. The usual fantastic... People, well, there's right? going to be there's well there's going to be a lot of people there. We're going to have the Swank Bastards, and we're going to have uh, the Ding Dong Devils, uh, the um, Tony Marcico Organ Trio, uh, Smokin' Manahunes. Um, you know, that's enough already. It is, but there's but, still there's still going to be even more. But if you just pay additional shipping and handling, you can also hear. Many, many more acts. Well, and correct? Rory just told us that Kitty Chow and Fisherman are going to be there. Okay. And they're sort of a raunchy body uh, duo. Okay, oh, that sounds uh, like fun. Yeah. I like that. So, like I, Debbie Reynolds and Don Rickles? Yes, that's right. <laughs> so there you go. So those are the two soonest <laughs> events that are coming up. One in April, one in May, and then we'll talk about the others that are coming later in the year. Uh, such as exhausted after that. Ohana and Tiki Oasis and uh, many more around the country. So these two are in Southern California. But there's more in, uh, you know, all over the Other country. places. Yeah, I mean, we are the Mecca. Mm. But we're not the only we're not the only party in town. No, the world doesn't revolve around us. Well, it revolves around me. Okay, I know. I mean, I'm just going to say it. All right. Um, what else do we have here to talk about? Um, well, we have oh. the next drink. We didn't I, drink that. I, well, I've been sipping mine. <laughs> oh, I haven't touched mine. Now, you, well, try it because you were wondering what the champagne, it's going to be a little warm now, what the champagne's okay. going to taste like. Well, I do like champagne. I don't know if the bitters, I like the bitters in it. I do. Yeah? Yeah, I quite like it. Hmm. That's okay, I'll I still like drink the planner, it. I like the planner's punch better. Yeah? Well, you always like, I, I like champagne. Um, I just don't like the bitters in it, I think. So... Every time I do laundry, mm -hmm. there are not enough hangers in my closet. Yeah, where do they go? It's a real problem. Well, apparently I go through hangers like Joan Crawford at a daycare center. Oh, wow. And I... I, I now, my boyfriend 
he doesn't buy clothes. So no. it's, it's not like he has a greater need for them. That's true. No, I do buy clothes, but not a lot. And yeah. I tend to give away a couple things to Goodwill every time I buy something because, you know, the closet's only so big and we live in a townhouse. I keep running out of hangers and I don't understand where they go. Well, where is he taking them? I, he says he's not doing anything with them. It's like the, it's like the one sock that disappears in the dryer or... But I, uh, They've got to be... Do you, like, hang your clothes on a hook in your car and then wear them no. and then... Does Mm-mm. he? Mm-mm. Hmm, that's interesting. Well, maybe when you go to Tiki Things, you take hangers and then you don't bring them <laughs> no, back. it's not that. Well, I don't know what to tell you. I, I, I just... I, I, you know, I, so I actually put that down as something to talk about because maybe one of the listeners will write in and they'll tell me, they're like, oh, I know where they go. I mean, I have a similar experience with Jackson's socks. Yeah. Um, I bought him a pack, of, a 12-pack of socks two weeks ago, and I am down to one pair, and I don't know where the fuck the other socks went. Oh, my gosh. I have gosh. no idea where his socks are. Children and their socks. And I know people have that problem. They say the, the washing machine or the dryer ate them. But I, I, don't, right. I don't wash my socks. But that's not what's happening kidding. to the hangers, because I would hear the clunking around would, if they yes, were in the dryer. yes, exactly. Well, on another light note, um, do you know the CEO of Tupperware, which I do like Tupperware. Yes. And uh, the CEO of Tupperware, who is a British... British Tupperware. Or Scandinavian, European in some fashion. Said that Americans are cheap. Like Walmart people, yuck. Wow. Well, that's not very nice. And he said this because Tupperware products do not sell as well here in the U.S. as they do in the rest of the world. Well, maybe he should lower his damn prices. And I'm going to say I'm cheap, and I admit it. (laughs) And and here's the thing. So where did Tupperware start? Here. Yeah. Here in the U.S. Uh, But it's an international company now, and it doesn't sell as well here in the U.S., although it still sells well. Sure. Uh, the Tupperware parties are not what they used to be unless hosted by a drag queen, and then they're quite oh, fabulous. Oh, then they're awesome. Yes. Uh, you can, um, there's a couple of drag queens in the Minneapolis area, for example, that do Tupperware parties. Well, someone's just butt hurt. Uh, Aunt Linda. Aunt Linda. You can look up Aunt Linda online. Uh-huh. You know, we've talked about her before. She is a super, super, she's like the number one Tupperware salesperson in the United States and does the drag parties. But, um, so he says that we're cheap, and, you know, he says, I, I, I can't lower the prices of a quality product made with quality goods, because it has, if it didn't, if I didn't charge this much, I'd go out of business. You know what, that's bullshit. Because is it, it? the American is all about the deal. And yes. so if we can find a similar product for less, we're going to buy that similar well, product. But, and so here's, and here's where I do agree with him. My parents and my grandparents have the same Tupperware from the 60s and sure. 70s when they bought it. It's probably a toxic Do you right think now. that you will have any of the reusable containers no, 40 years from now that you've purchased any time in the last decade or two? No, but I don't think I'd want to keep them that long. So there you go. So mm-hmm. they're either not as stylish mm-hmm. or kitschy or they don't last. Sure. So I think there's the proof in the Tupperware pudding. Yeah, but I'm It still, is a better, more quality product. Maybe, but I see, you know, every once in a while someone has a Tupperware party and I look at the stuff and I, it's, to me, it's too damn The prices are very high. Yeah. Now. It's like um, that other thing that people like to sell. What is that? Pampered Chef and things like that. That's bullshit. I mean, it's, that it's stuff, too pricey. That's, that stuff is ridiculous. A rolling pin for $80. Yeah, excuse me. I'll go and get one for Where 10 Where do you stick that rolling pin that it should oh, cost $80? Oh, lubricated too. Yeah. yeah. Um, no wonder. No wonder there's so many bottles of olive oil on the table. Yes, with the rolling that's what pins. it is. But um, here's the thing. I would gladly buy an entire set of Tupperware if they would bring back the 70s colors. Oh, I love the 70s colors. orange, gold, brown, green. If you would bring that set with the crinkle lids 
Mm-hmm. And you know, the you burping can, crinkle. You can go to my grandmother's house and steal it out of her kitchen right now, but she still has it. Because you know what their colors are right now? Hmm. They're freaking pastels. Well, they think that that the the housewife wants to buy that now. So you can get like the set where like all the lids are the the containers are clear, and then all the lids are either like navy blue or red. Yeah. Um, with the yellow burp knob. Yeah, of course. Because <laughs> now the whole lid doesn't burp. It's just a little toggle oh. burp knob. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's fine. But, um, and, uh, but, but you can't get those old school colors anymore. And I really think Tupperware is missing out. Sure, because, because it's a retro thing. Yeah, the, the, the mid-century modern is very hip right now um, here here in the Zentigi Lounge. We're, we're very we're very kitsch. We're very with it. We're very now. We are. We'll be just like tacky things. And too. I had talked to a lot of people, and they would all love a set in that color. Mm-hmm. And and they came in like the three different size bowls, and then the plates, and the cups, and the tumblers, oh, and the I mugs, it all. and the lemonade pitcher, mm-hmm. and the salad crisper, and the celery box, and everything. Good fucking Lord. I know. The sandwich tote. You, can I get, had, you know, you can go to that damn container store and get all that now, Before too. they discontinued the um, those colors, I had the lunchbox. Oh, Where yes. it came with the sandwich holder uh-huh, and the, like, uh-huh. fruit cup holder, and, and then it all folded together and had a lid, and you could keep it in the fridge overnight, and it would keep your lunch cold at school. Yes. Uh, yeah, anyway, so. Tupperware, that's your real problem. I think I think uh, Americans don't like your colors. Well, maybe we just like and and variety. a lot of Americans are cheap. I mean, I don't well, shop at Walmart. But you, I won't. you know what? There's other options. I don't shop at Walmart either because I don't like Walmart. But you, you know, I just mentioned like the container store and stuff. There's other places you can go to get products that are similar to that. Yes, that is very true. You know, it's not like Tupperware is the only option. Where it, back then it was the only option. Yeah, I agree. So. Whatever CEO, maybe you should yeah, say I yuck. I don't even know his name. Yeah, but whatever. That's not important. Jerkass. Jerkass. His name. Jerkass is his name. <laughs> Nemo. So, um, so another thing that I have some sad news. Okay. So we we talked about serious things. We started off with science. Yes. My back hurts. Is that sad news? For you. Yeah, for me. And then we, we had some cocktails, and, mm-hmm. and then we talked about some very lighthearted things, and now we're going to talk about something sad, oh. and I'm very sad about this. If you live in Southern California, or you've visited, and you're a fan of the tiki. The tiki. A fan of the mid-century modern, well, not mid-century modern, but um, you've you've probably heard of or been to Bahuka in Rosemead. Yes. Bahuka has been around since, I believe, the 40s. Now, they moved it at least once. So it wasn't in the same place. Now, Bahuka is one of those places where you go in. It's on the outside. It's got uh, some giant uh, nautical-themed like chains and anchors. Who doesn't like that? You go inside, and uh, it's dimly lit, and there are like 50 fish tanks all over the place. Awesome sauce. It's uh, it's like a steakhouse Polynesian bar that serves. They've got a great menu of tropical drinks. Um, I like the uh, I like their mai tai, and I do like the Star Trek. Mm. And uh, so they've got some they've got some great drinks, and they've got their own mug, of course. They've had several over the years, and they've got uh, Polynesian fare. They've got some seafood, and uh, not the fish that's in the tanks. Mm, that would They're closing awesome. on March tenth, two thousand thirteen, after being open for like sixty, seventy years. It's really sad. It is sad. It's another tiki establishment that's closing, and so literally at about eleven a.m. today. I saw the first person post online that it was closing, and uh, Facebook and TikiCentral.com just lit up. Yeah, the morning. With, with people talking about it and talking about how sad it is, and everybody saying, let's go, let's go to Bahuka. Now, Starshan, you've never been. I, I have not, I have to So admit. we're going to go. All right. Um, I don't know if we'll make a big hoo-ha out of it, but we're going to go. I've, I've been twice, and both times I just really remember, in addition to liking the cocktails, 
I love their salad dressing. Well, you know, and it would be sad if you didn't have. I'm a salad person. Yeah, I'm not. So when I say when I find a restaurant that has a really good, like, uh, especially a Polynesian restaurant or faux Polynesian that has a good like sesame dressing, like I I love. Okay, if it has a sesame dressing on it, Trader Vic's sesame ginger dressing, Mm -hmm. mm, I can put that on anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, But. uh, uh, Bahuka has a great salad dressing, and um, and you know I really rarely rarely eat a steak. Yes, but I'll eat one at Bahuka. Okay, yeah, I can't remember last time I had a steak, but that's, so they're that's closing what they have, on that's March tenth, and it's all very sad. And um, we'll we'll probably give another update or two um before that date, uh, just so listeners can catch them. But if you're in the Los Angeles area, you already live here, you need to go. Uh, it's in Rosemead, and if you're not, um, but you're going to be out here in the next couple of weeks, head on over to Bahuka and check them out before March tenth before it's too late. That was sad. I know, it was. Mm-hmm. Okay, so on another lighthearted note, yes. I am working on a drink that I was I was inspired by SpongeBob. I love SpongeBob. It's called the Pineapple Under the Sea. Oh, very nice. Very, You very may nice. guess that it has pineapple in I it. I would hope so. It has no less than three different kinds of pineapple in it. I had no idea there were different kinds of pineapple. Well, it has pineapple juice. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. Different parts of the pineapple. Pineapple vodka. Okay. And pineapple rum. Does it have a Krabby Patty in it? No, no, it does not have a Krabby Patty. <laughs> no, it has plankton in it. Oh, okay. No, that, no. It, that's good for your um, Squidward's skin tentacle. And hair. Oh, <laughs> no, that'd be another good name for a uh, drink. Squidward's te- tentacle. tentacle. Yes. yes. Um, because you can't say it when you're drunk. Yes. You can hardly say it when you're sober. No, it would come out as testicles. And so, yeah. So I'm, I'm working on the pineapple under the sea cocktail, and uh, well, anyway, we'll. I'll have I'll have that one figured out. But first, I'm perfecting that coconut lime drink. Yes, that I would we, like to have that one. That we first talked course. about. Well, I have some that I can just give you a sip of because oh, you've already be nice. had two drinks. So I I don't know if a you want a sip wanna... would be good. Yes, not a whole. I could sleep here, I guess. But you could. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, I want you to tell the listeners what you think about it. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna go shake you just a smidge right now, and then you're gonna tell them what you think. Okay. All right. Put it on pause so I don't have to yimmer yammer while you go. Well, shake also, it. I'm gonna skip the song because I don't know if the listeners want to hear the Alfred Hitchcock theme. No, I don't want to either. No. Starshine. Yes. What do you think of the Cocoa I'm Blossom? Try it one more time. Hold on. This may not be the final name, but it's very good. I expected when you described it that it would be as sweet as the Marooned, which is one of my other favorite drinks. No, and but it's not. It's light I and love coconut, but I don't like it sweet. And yes. so this is a a little almost sour it coconut. Is. And it's um you, still you, creamy. You get the orange blossom. Yeah. So you know what I found was the trick with this was I wanted to use coconut milk. But coconut milk is fatty and it separates and it has a lot of calories, so yes. I use light coconut milk. Mm-hmm. And in addition to using light coconut milk, I oh dog, it's, she's reaching her breaking when point. When you when you open a can of coconut milk, you always want to shake it sure, real sure, well before. Sure, it separates. But I didn't oh. because I didn't want to reintroduce that chunk of fat. Yeah, I really just wanted the thinner part. And so by using light coconut milk. You're still getting the flavor. Yes. And then um, the drink doesn't separate as much because when I did it the first time, I did it with regular full fat coconut milk, and about one minute after you've poured the drink, it starts chunking. Yeah. (laughs) You don't want that. Oh, yeah. You don't want that. But it's nice. It's got a coconut taste. It's limey. You can taste the orange. Now, Facebook. what was the other thing we were going to squeeze in right You were going to talk about your uh, Ray Boylan radio show, but I don't know. Oh, gonna... yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, no, yeah, so we're just going to talk about that real quick. So, yeah. um, uh, I should have talked about this at the beginning you of the show. because you could have spent more time on it. I know. So, uh, Ray Boylan, who is also, uh, well, uh, the husband of Amy Boylan, uh, co-owner of Tonga Hut and organizer of Mojave Oasis, but Ray's got his own radio talk yes. show on uh, latalkradio.com. 
And it's not exclusively Tiki in any way. Ray speaks his mind about a lot of things. Yes. But he, he knows uh, quite a few people in the Tiki community. And so um, he interviewed me. And we did a one-hour interview. And I was on his show. And it was a really great time. And we talked mostly Tiki and the history of the Zen Tiki Lounge. And it was a really great time. So you can go to latalkradio.com. He's on Channel 1. And you scroll down there and go to the Ray Boylan Show. Uh, he's on it uh, live 6 p.m. on Wednesdays, 6 okay. p.m. Pacific time. And you can catch his shows. But you can go to the, the website there, which we'll put a link on this week's show. And you can catch all his past episodes in podcast form. And so he's, he's been doing the show for quite a while now. And, um, you know... He, he really complimented me, um, you know, on, on what I do and what I have to say, and I, I really appreciate that. I actually told him that I blushed because he was giving me a compliment towards the end of the show, and I, I said, oh, Ray, you're making me blush. Well, and, and that's hard to do because you like your compliments. And Well, he was being very humble, and I was being very humble, and I, I just uh, – but no, but I mean it was, a really, it was a really great compliment. And um, I, so I had a great time on the show. And he said, you know what? Maybe, uh, maybe we'll do a show later on where we can get all the ladies of the lounge in the studio as well. Um, and then and then we can have the whole Zen Tiki Lounge there on the Ray Boylan Show. Mm. I think that would be great. That, we'll see if that happens. I think it'll happen. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, latalkradio.com, the Ray Boylan Show, yours truly, Sunshine Tiki, was on the show. And um, I'll post another link to both that specific episode and then also um, uh, to his general website so that you can catch his other episodes, catch lots of other Tiki uh, artists both musical and uh, arty, talenty, and, um, and and just, you know, great interviews. And I think that you'll find it very interesting. Oh, very interesting. Very interesting. Oh, very. Well, I think we're at the end of the show. Yeah, we certainly talked enough this week. We did. All right. Okay. So I want to thank everybody for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. The Ding Dong Devils are playing us out here. Your dog. Who? We'd like to thank your dog for just yip-yapping the whole time. Oh, whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, well, uh, we'll be back uh, next week. We'll be doing another two drinks and another appetizer from the, uh, what was this, Rand McNally? No, that's the map company. (laughs) The... um, The Tom- Random House. From Thomas Guide. The Random House uh, party planning card kit yes. guide thing. And you can, uh, again, email us, mail at zentikilounge.com. You can go to zentikilounge.com. Please subscribe to the podcast on our iTunes or the RSS feed of your choice so that we get as many hits as possible because those are the ratings on like the internet, on- people. If you just go to the website and you click play, it's good. Yes. But if you go subscribe, it's even better. And you can go tell a friend or a family member about us and uh tell your grandma one two last things what i want to again mention that our friend everett peacock has a new book out called escape from hanalei go read it well i want you to read it mm-hmm. you can go to amazon.com and get the kindle or paperback versions you can go on there and you can see the book now uh, it's got a lovely cover uh, by an artist friend of his. But you know what else? What? I've read the book, and yes. I really like it. And you don't usually read. And notice that the title is Escape from Hanalei. Yes. So not Escape to Hanalei, but you're already there, and mm-hmm. now you can't get away because it's such a wonderful place. I that's, see. That's the, title, that's, that's the title of the book. And um, so we also wrote uh, The Parrot Talks in Chocolate, which is yes. one of my favorite books. Yes. And you can get that one also on Amazon, on Kindle and paperback as well. But we are going to give away some of this, some of these new books, Escape from Hanalei. And we had previously asked listeners to um, draw something on to a draw us a tiki. Now, apparently, that was too much effort for people. 
Why don't you just send us a picture flipping us off? I was going to make it even simpler. Yeah. The first two people that email us at mail at zentikilounge.com and say, I would really, 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 and you have to use three reallys. Okay. I would really, really, really love a copy of Everett Peacock's new book, Escape from Hanalei. We will reply and let you know, again, the first two people, and we'll ask if you want the Kindle version or the paperback version, and Everett will get those to you promptly. Lovely. And then you'll, you'll, you'll have that uh, a very own copy of yours. It's a great beat read. It's a great uh, hotel vacation read. It would be good to read it great at Mojave Oasis. Read, read it at Mojave tent. Oasis if you're not being bugged by tent crawlers and uh, drunkards. Tent crawlers. There, I'm sure <laughs> there's crawlers. some kind of spray, like off spray for that. Yeah, there probably yeah. is. There probably is. <laughs> And then the last plug I want Jesus to mention Christ. is... I know, I know. <laughs> the Ding Dong Devils bring back my memory. Yes. Oh, I see. It's, it should help Alzheimer's patients, The too. last thing mm. I want to mention is we have just a few of our ZTL t-shirts to get mm. rid of before I order the new ones for okay. spring. Why so don't you give one to me? If you are a small... Okay. A double X or a triple X, uh-huh. we have your size. We do not have any medium, larger XL. Mm-hmm. If you are one of those sizes... And you go to iTunes and leave a review of this show, hopefully a five-star, because why would you leave anything else? Well, why would you? You the don't get a shirt. The first two people who do that, as long as you wear a small, a double X, or a triple X, you can even choose if you want our black shirt or our blue shirts. Okay. We have a light blue shirt, and we have a black shirt. Yes. Uh, you can choose which of those colors you like. Again, this is for the first two people, so go leave those reviews. Very easy for me to tell who the first two people are because it puts them in chronological order. It's an amazing thing. I know. Mm-hmm. And then um, I, I, you will also want to send me a note to mail at zentikilounge.com and let me know that you left a review because sometimes people's login names on iTunes are not your names on Facebook or no. whatever, and I'll have no way of knowing how to get a hold of you. And then they'll just go to me. And then, yes, you'll just get another one that you can cut up into your Jane Fonda Jazzercise I lo- Well, I need another one to cut into Jane Fonda Jazzercise. Well, I can give you one of the triple X's, and you can That's make a That's too big, but I can give it to it the senator. Because you're you're not a triple X. No. You're much, It'll be like a dress. You're, well, yeah, you're much smaller than triple well, X. So, if you, so, so anyway, so there's T-shirts. There's Escape from Hanalei by Everett Peacock. There's the Ray Boylan Show interview. There's just so much There's going people on. People dropping us from Facebook. There's yes. so much going on. <laughs> and until next time, mahalo. mahalo. A blue Hawaiian. Two ramen polars. Several Mai Tais. Four Pora Pora. 86 I got to call the jungle doctor Fishnet stockings High heel shoes Tassel hassle G-string voodoo What? Tarzan and Cheetah too? Oh, got to call the jungle doctor!
Doctor's not in, damn jungle HMO.